0: And welcome to Sassy Nation on this Tuesday, the 12th of October, 2021. So hope everybody had a nice weekend. And now we're going and headed into week six of the NFL. Week five is now officially over with that awesome game from last night. Um, I said... I said it last year, actually in the beginning of this year, Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback, but nobody wanted to believe me. I said it. Anyhow, so I got lots to talk about. So let's get like right into talking about fantasy football first, so I can get that knocked off the list. Um, And then we got a whole slew of things to talk about from this weekend's games, to of course, um, some social media stuff, to course the news from about last night when um, Gruden resigns. Okay, so here we go. Week six, stardom, all All right, fantasy football. Well, I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to start Joe Burrow. He's going to be okay. He went to the hospital after the game with a throat contusion. Con- he's fine. They said he's going to start. He's my. He's been my fantasy quarterback since the week one. So, and I know he has a slow start, but. Let me just tell you, um, he's averaging 35 attempts, and he has for 314 yards and has four touchdowns, giving him he has thrown for 11 touchdowns this season so far. Stardom. Obviously, the sit-em is Ben Big Ben from the Steelers. I don't know why anybody would want him in there anyway. Um, you know, now he he just lost his he just lost Juju. To a shoulder injury for the rest of the season. He has a 5-4 touchdown-to-interception ratio over his last four games, so he's he should be sit. You should sit him, and I think personally, the Steelers should shake him out, start somebody else, give somebody else the the um, the opportunity. Anyway, um, start him. Chase Edmonds from Arizona. Even though James Conner saw more work last week, Edmonds remains the high-valued player in fantasy. So he is now, let's see, he's averaging 16.3 opportunities per game. Um, He's done this all despite not scoring his first all this despite not scoring his first touchdown. Given the Cardinals firepower and Edmonds' usage in the passing game, he's a weekly must-start. So, Start him. If you have him, start him. If not, maybe you can pick him up on waivers. Now, I have Leonard Fournette on Tampa Bay. Now, you know, I mean, he he's rushed 12 times for 67 yards and has one TD. Okay. um, But over his last two games, he... You know, I mean, eh, he's had 249 total yards and a touchdown and 32 opportunities. Uh, He's like, should I sit him? Should I not? So I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you should start him. I have him in there. Um, He's one of my running backs. So I-, I told you in the beginning of the season, he's a sleeper pick. And this is why he's a sleeper pick. He's also playing healthy on a healthy 72% of snaps over the past two weeks. So, that's a good number. So I'm like, eh, don't sit him. Who you should sit is Alex Collins of Seattle. So just sit him. And then sit Miles Sanders of the Eagles. Um, he has yet to score a touchdown through five. He has just 20 carries over his last three games combined. Sit him. Wide receivers. Start Devana Devana. Devana Smith. You know that running back that was one of the top running backs in the draft? And everybody, he won the Heisman. Hello. He's the top option for Hertz. So I would definitely, I would definitely um, start him. Top option. I mean, if you watch the game, You know, um, if you watch the game this past weekend with him, I mean, look at him. Um, He has now caught 14 of his 18 targets for 199 yards over the last two games while finishing. All right, well, I don't care about those numbers. With five games under his belt, he leads the Eagles in targets with 39, receptions with 25, and receiving yards with 314. So, start him. Start Michael Pittman Jr. from Indianapolis. Alright, even though I would still start him. Okay. Um, sit him. Curtis Samuel, Washington football team. Do not play him. <laughs> Just do not play him. Um, and I also would sit Odell Beckham Jr. Despite leading the team in snaps, he has just three. He had just three targets on Sunday, catching two of them for 30. He has had 19 targets, nine, nine receptions, 124 yards, no touchdowns in his three games back from his ACL tear. So, start him. Um, tight ends: start Jared Cook, sit Joanna Smith from the New England Patriots. Um, Smith ran out, just ran eight routes on Sunday for his 40 snaps and was held under 30 receiving yards for his fourth consecutive week. So, sit him. And that's basically it. So, okay, we got rid of all my fantasy stuff. Because, you know, that's important for some of you. That's what you guys like hearing. All right. Oh, no, where do I begin? Let me do NFL games first. Okay. First of all, so I was watching, I was watching I don't know how many games. I watch a lot. Um, so A.J. Terrell, number 24 on the Falcons when I was watching the Falcons-Jets game, who got this pass and got pass interference in the end zone, right? Um, all you had to do was play the ball and you would have had an interception in the end zone on Sunday. Do you not realize that? Like, you got pass interference because you played the player and not the ball. And if you played the ball correctly, it was right there for you to take. Like, that, I noticed, like, right off the bat. Um, The Jets' first half was horrible on both sides of the ball. So I want to keep hearing their defense is great, okay? No, their defense is not a top-10 defense. Stop. Wilson, I need to see more, okay? I don't see anything that makes me think... He's elite. All you freaking people have been saying, oh, he's elite. He's elite quarterback. He's elite quarterback before the draft. Since before the draft. The media in love with him. Of course, the New York media in love with him. Everybody boasting about him. So please, please do me a favor. Because when it comes to him, this is what I want you to do. Okay, because I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm Literally, I'm done. Okay, do me a favor. If you're going to constantly post and talk about how elite Wilson is, please look at his actual games that he's played. Not practice, not preseason, but the first five games and show me the proof. Where is the proof? There is none. That's what I'm saying. There is no proof. I'm tired of hearing people and people post like in Facebook and the Facebook groups. They post, you know, stuff like, you know, oh, look, he went four for four in practice. I don't care. He should be doing that in practice. (laughs) It's easy peasy in practice. He looks okay. I'm not saying he's going to be a terrible quarterback. He looks okay, but he's not the elite quarterback you've all been boasting about since before the draft. Stop saying it. And here's what the Jets need to do. He needs a top veteran quarterback to mentor him. The Jets are not developing him correctly. Oh, shocking. They are doing him the same way they did Sam Darnold. They are just throwing him to the wolves. Not helping him, not developing him. I'm telling you, when Josh McCowan was here with Sam, they should have kept him for year two. They should have re-signed Josh McCowan. When he said he's retiring, and then he came out of retirement, they should have been like, we need you back, and signed him for one more year to help Sam. Where is the top quarterback veteran on this team? There is none. There, and, and here's the thing with the Jets, too. There are no leaders on this team. I want to hear that, C, that C.J. Mosley is a leader. Please, stop. Stop. If he was such a fucking leader, where was he last year? Remember, he signed off not coming because of COVID as an excuse. COVID's still out there today. Let's be real. He didn't want to play for gays. That was his excuse. Some leader. Now, to all you Sam Donald haters out there, I'm going to say a couple things to you too. First of all, to the Panther fans, don't be... Don't be like the Jets fans. Be better than the Jets fans. Don't blame Sam Darnold for the loss on Sunday. Yes, he had a bad game. But every freaking quarterback has a bad game or two. Tom Brady has a bad game. Patrick Mahomes has a bad game. Russell Wilson has a bad game. Everybody has. Aaron Rodgers has a bad game. Every quarterback has a bad game. It happens but the nfl is not a quarterback league it's a team sport that means the whole entire team lost on sunday and they stunk i don't want to hear i want to hear about well the defense for the Panthers was great no they weren't they didn't hold them they didn't hold the lead down when it mattered in the fourth quarter yes they were great and then i want to hear well they were tired because they kept going out there it's their job First of all, can the fucking O-line do their job and protect Sam and give Sam enough time to throw the ball? You also see what happens when there's no CMC in there. When there's Christian McCaffrey is not not in there, look at how the passing game is affected. He helps the passing game. Hopefully he's going to be in this week against the Vikings. He helps Sam with the passing game. That's why it's so crucial for quarterbacks to have an elite running back like Christian McCaffrey, because he helped in the passing game. I'm so sick and tired of all you people throwing Sam under the bus. Stop! Sam, you got this. You got this. I believed in you back then. I believe in you now. I will always believe in you. Nothing is going to make me change my view. Okay, and to all you people, so I had somebody on TikTok yell, oh, well, the Jets are living rent-free in your head. No, honey, no, Sam Donald's living rent-free in your head right now, because Sam Donald's three and two. Zach Wilson's one and four. Okay, so shut up. On to the next game. But, like, support your freaking quarterback. You know what the problems are? The reason he had all those interceptions and all the problems in New York, the O line. Hello, Panthers, get on it right now. There are some, there are some OLS available as free, as FAs, free agents. There are some out there. I just looked at the list. Sign them. For the love of God, pick up on them. Okay, then the Giants fans, Daniel Jones. First of all, people are like, oh my God, where was the penalty on that? First of all, Daniel Jones initiated the contact himself. He gave himself the concussion. <laughs> he he put his head down to go into the end zone. Uh, note to self, don't put your head down like that. You're going to get contact when you put your head down like that. Keep your head up. Um, other things that I noticed from games on Sunday, all the field goals and the extra points that were missed. I mean, it was like all over the place. But the most important game was the was the um Green Bay Cincinnati game. I'm my mean, God, how many field goals were missed and extra points were missed? That, that was crazy. That part was just so crazy. But it happens. You know why? Because these players, are human they're not robots so for all the fans out there that always constantly think that these players can you know they're they're made out of steel they're not they're people okay and then oh okay so a couple social media things with nfl memes again um first of all I know because they made fun of like uh, Mahomes' uh, fiance saying you know when when he loses when Mahomes loses um, you know his uh, fiance goes on and and rants and then his brother does the TikTok dance you know oh that rhymes but I'm gonna say this Patrick Mahomes' fiance supports him. She's allowed to go out there and support her future husband and show support. See, people don't like the fact that she does that because, and I'm going to say this, because she's not supermodel type. She's not a supermodel type girl. She's a normal next door type girl. And people don't like the fact that a Super Bowl champion like Patrick Mahomes is with her. I've said this before and I'll say it again, I'll say it again on Friday when I do the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. That kind of like idea has to go away. And we'll talk more about that Friday. Um, And first of all, and then I will just say this, Patrick Mahomes' brother cannot dance. I love the fact that some people out there think they know how to dance and then they go on TikTok and make fools of themselves. If you have no rhythm, please do not dance on TikTok. Do not dance on reels. Like I've said before, for social media purposes, you don't have to dance in order to do these types of videos. Please, don't embarrass yourself. If, oh, my God. Okay. Now for the nitty-gritty, <laughs> which is about Gruden. All right. There, I, I have like a whole slew of feelings on this. So I'm going to try to go through each feeling separate. um i have to just find my stuff first hold on i because i saved a couple things here okay i have to just find all my paperwork because i like i want to be correct when i say this all okay so gruden's messages were sent to bruce allen the former president of the washington football team and others while he was working for ESPN as a color analyst during Monday Night Football. In emails, he called the league's commissioner, Robert Goodell, the F word. Now, we used the F word back in the 80s and 90s, and no one said boo. And this is my point. We, and I'm not saying that saying that word is correct. It's like saying the R word and calling someone R, E-T. Finish the sentence. I'm not saying that that's right and appropriate, but I'm saying is this. We say a lot of bad words. I mean, listen to me. I mean, look look listen to my potty mouth with S and F. I mean, are those words appropriate? Eh, probably not. We say them for, I don't know what the purpose is, but I'm just pointing that out we've said them before but see here's the difference me saying it to somebody in the street is different than being stonard and writing it in a freaking ass email okay. and he called him a clueless anti-football and the p word and said goodell should not have pressured jeff fisher then the coach of the rams to draft the, Q, the queers so he can say that word queers in a reference to michael sam who was not a good football player, by the way, a gay player chosen by the team in 2014. In an email from 2015, Alan Gruden criticized a congressional bill that aimed to force the Washington franchise to change its name, which some Native Americans and others have denounced as a slur. Again, using a vulgar term, Gruden took aim at Goodell and his staff, even though the commissioner had initially defended the team's right to keep the name. Okay. going on. In 2017, um, Droste, I didn't say his last name, D-R-O-S-T-E, shared with the group a sexist meme of female referee, to which Gruden p- p- replied, nice job, Roger. All right. I'm just gonna make this statement about the female referees. He obviously wouldn't probably feel that way if he had a daughter, he has three sons. When a guy has sons and not daughters, they feel totally different than when they have daughters because they don't want their daughters to be deemed and looked upon that way. Now, when a guy only has sons, he don't give a shit about the females. And that is a fact. Because like you can see it across the board with athletes and with media personnel and like like with, with Craig Carton. You can definitely see it because he's got sons. So for him going on, first, because if you think about this with Craig Carton, I'll just say this. Think about how he acted against females and talked about females when he was with Boomer Esiason in the morning show. And then how he tried to be uh politically right when we had all the sexual assault and the sexual um charges being thrown out there with major league baseball executives and players how he took a different stance but yet i can tell you he probably doesn't give a shit about them why because he's got men he's got boys okay um you know I don't think anybody should be forced to change the name of their franchise. I will say that Um, because you can look, see, I think sometimes people want to change names of franchises and forget the history behind the name, but you don't learn from anything if you're just going to throw it out the window and go and pretend it never existed. You can't throw history out the window because when you do that, you're deemed to repeat the history. If you learn from it and you have it as a learning lesson, it's a different thing. So, I mean, his opinion on that is different. He shouldn't be fired for that reason, no. And he shouldn't um, have people, he should have people yelling at him, obviously, about the females. Um, And then, of course, using words like the F word and that kind of stuff. And, um, but at the same time, like I said, If you you feel that way about something, if you feel that way about something, you don't write it. This is why I keep preaching to athletes with Twitter. Get off Twitter. You're going to find yourself in trouble. You're going to say something that's in writing that's going to put you in a bad light. And emails too. Never ever put anything in writing. Have a conversation with somebody on the phone. Have conversation in person with people, but don't put your don't put yourself in that position. Now I'm not saying he's right. I'm just pointing out like the moral of the story is don't put things in writing. Now, worst thing. Now this comes up too. So John Gruden and the former Washington executive Bruce Allen and other men. Exchange emails with photos of topless women, including one photo of two Washington team cheerleaders, and that was that was recent, and that's what all started with the with the Snyder stuff and the toxic working environment for women. If you recall, that's unacceptable. Okay, unacceptable behavior. If you're going, first of all, I am going to say this to guys out there, if you're going to exchange pictures of topless women, you don't do it on a business email. You create another email account in order to do it where people can't find it. (laughs) I mean, that's how smart you need to be in today's world. Now, I'm not saying that that's appropriate, and I'm not saying it's right, but for the love of God. How stupid does one person have to be? I just think it's really, really stupid. Um, Gruden, I mean, how stupid does one, I mean, literally, how stupid does he have to be? Um, I wanted to say something, and then I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay. okay uh he he resigned and i find this ironic because don't forget over the past summer the openly the first openly gay football player came out right guess what team he plays on the raiders he said so much he said like all this negativity against gays and he's anti-gay and racist remarks and And of course, against females. But I'm gonna say this before anybody else says this. And I will say this, okay. He never should have been hired in the first place. ESPN never should have hired him. He never should have been hired by, he never should have been hired by the Raiders. Because this is who he is, and this was who he was prior to 2011, prior to 2015, prior to 2018. He never changed. Now, I'm not saying it's okay and acceptable to take 2011 emails and start and start, you know criticizing his life. And saying he never changes, people do change as years go on. People do evolve. Most people, some people unfortunately don't evolve. They have the same mindset, they have the same feelings, and they never ever change. Some people do change, but why are we going to take things from 2011? See that I don't accept anything from 2011. That's 10 years ago, but. From 2015 okay maybe from 2018 yeah right that wasn't that far ago but at the same time if you're going to be like okay look what he said in 2018 you already knew how he was before you hired him i mean remember when he was on espn he said stupid shit that's who he is he never he doesn't have a filter he thinks things he says things oh my god just like all athletes do with twitter they tap things in their brain, they get to their fucking phone, they take their phone out and they tweet the shit without thinking of the repercussions. And I don't want to hear people because some people on um, on Instagram this morning, Oh, words hurt. How do words? hurt? Words do hurt. See words are powerful things. How you word something and how you say something has an effect on somebody else. It's crazy, but it's the truth. It's totally 100% true. I don't know how else to word that, but people do change. Now, obviously he never did change. He still thinks probably the same exact way he thought in 2011. So maybe he deserved to be fired or resign. But, you know, I mean, so, mm, and, and don't think that, so the investigation is still going on for the Washington football team, by the way. Let's not throw that out. This investigation wasn't on John Gruden, he just happened to be in the emails that came out, by the way. So what other stuff is going to come out with Washington football team? And here's something for Roger Cadell. Ready? Here's something for you to think about. You have a halftime Super Bowl show with Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Kendrick Lamar have you heard the lyrics that they sing well they rap have you heard their lyrics do you do you not understand how like hypocritical hypocritical you people in the nfl are right now so you fire john gruden well he because he's gonna get fired let's just face it you get rid of john gruden because of racist sexist anti-gay transgender remarks that he made from 2011 to 2018. Okay. Have you not heard Eminem? Um, do you not follow what his lyrics are? (laughs) Um, let's look at some of his lyrics. I'm just Let's just say, I have to find, I have to find some of them, but, oh, I know where to find them, because I'm going to read his lyrics, okay? and as crazy as this is, I'm going to find him, wait, we have to look, I have to go on this website, so just give me a minute. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's probably down here somewhere. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find him. It takes a little while of looking here. Mm-hmm. This, I'll tell you what I'm on. If you want to ever look up lyrics, song lyrics is A to Z lyrics. The best site. Literally, it's the best site. I love it because they have, you can look up everything that you ever wanted to know about song lyrics. It's here. Where are you? Hold on a minute. Alright, let's look him up. Hold on, I have to go. This is my life. I can't even spell today for the life of me okay okay so i found my lyrics (laughs) so this is the song um without me from eminem in it remember he talks about moby remember moby the disco dude um and he goes and moby you can stomp you can get stumped by Obi, you 36-year-old, ball-headed F-word. Blow me. You don't know me. You're too old. Let's go. It's over. Nobody listens to tech now. So he uses the F-word in a song. He talks about, um. he's anti-gay right there. Well, we're going to have anti-gay rapper in <laughs> our halftime show. Um, and then in this one, let's see. Oh, you all act like you've never seen a white person before. Draws on the floor like Pam and Tommy just burst in the door and started whooping her ass worse than before. Yeah, violence against women. Um, and then dun 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 dun. I'm just looking at the words. Um. Um. Mm, 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 mm. Um. I'll say so. And then, so I sit next to Carson Deli and Fred Durst. Um and hear him argue who she gave head to first. Little, you know, little bitch. Put me on blast on MTV. Yeah, he's cute, but I think he's married to Kim, he he. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, look at how he talks about women in his in his raps. Look at how he talks, I mean, I love Eminem. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight out, I listen to him. I like some of his songs. But, at the same time, this is what we're gonna have on the Halftime Show. Now, You want me to get up Dr. Dre's lyrics? <laughs> Um, you know, um, and then we have his new stuff down here, you know, he's got stuff, uh, music to be murdered by, other versions of songs, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff here, so, and don't get me straight with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Oh my god, wait. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna look up this, th- uh-huh. Remember the song by Dr. Dre with Snoop Dogg in it? Nothing but a G thing? hmm Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, and before me dig out a bitch i have to find contraceptive you never know she could be earning her man and learning her man at the same time burning her man and you know i ain't with that shit. Yes. sure sure i mean look at well, look at how he talks and you know hookers and hoes know how i feel well it's good enough to get broke off a proper trunk i'll take a small piece of some of that funky stuff mm-hmm. and then i mean I mean, some of stuff. This, this, this is what we listen to in the 90s, by the way, um, and he uses the n-word in his songs, too, by the way, so does Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, and I think even Lamar, use the n-word in their songs. That's acceptable for the NFL. That's acceptable. But yet we talk about racism. And we talk about that word, but it's okay to have a halftime show with rappers that use that type of language and I want to hear well they're black they're allowed to No, nobody should be saying it. If you don't want other people saying it black people shouldn't be saying it either. So here we are, cancel culture. We're gonna cancel everything and everybody that we don't agree with, because God freaking forbid, we forgot we live in the United States of America where people can have their own fucking opinions. Now, I'm not saying that their opinions are right. Obviously, no. But how do we learn from things when we cancel things? How do we grow as a society? If we're going to cancel things or if we're going to be hypocritical to the NFL and have a halftime show where you have people who are anti-transgender, anti-gay, anti-white, anti-woman singing songs at halftime, but yet we're going to throw the book at Gruden. We're going to throw the book at Urban Meyer, even though he made the worst mistake ever in his life by doing that, but we're going to throw the book that way. Like I can see it as a woman, yes, women are gonna get upset. And I got upset at the NFL memes for posting that kind of stuff because we can't tell men, this is funny, this is acceptable when it comes to women and then tell women they have to change. Why can't men be better? Why can't men be better? Why is it always on the woman to be different and change and make sacrifices of who she is? At the same time, why do gay people have to change who they are? Nobody should have to change who they are to be accepted. Number one, if you are, if you're gay, if you're transgender, you have a right to be that way. Whatever, like I, like I say in life, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy, do it. Make yourself happy. Don't walk on eggshells because you're afraid of what people think. At the same time, like what Mama taught me when I was growing up, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And here's where it goes. So it's like a it's like a double-edged sword. Right now, we have we don't we want people to be themselves, and we want people to not be afraid to have their opinions. But at the same time, we're telling people you can't say that, you can't feel that, you can't do that. Like, where is the line going to be drawn eventually? That's my question. Where is the line going to be drawn right now? We're, we're allowed to say those things, but then we have to take it back. And he was stupid too. It did an email, John. You can't deny that you said those things and then go, oh, whoops. I'm sorry. <laughs> like The PR for that was terrible. The PR for that was horrible. So It's a whole double-edged sword with this type of stuff. And it's also making the NFL look stupid at the time. The NFL looks dumb. Because you're telling, you're you're doing it, first of all, if you're doing an investigation on the Washington football team, and that's what the investigation is, we shouldn't be bringing up John Gruden. Think about that. We should be, he had nothing to do with that. And he was with ESPN when those emails were released. So it's different. He wasn't even, he wasn't even coaching or anything. Like that part is stupid. But you know how the New York Times loves stories. This is a story. They got the story. They're going to release the story. They're not going to give two hoots about what happens at the end. So my advice to all of you is: whatever you want, whatever you believe, whatever you think, think it. If you're going to say it, say it in person to somebody. Do not put it in a tweet. Do not put it in a Facebook post. Do not put it in an Instagram post. Do not put it in an email. And if you're going to email stupid shit, create another email account where no one's going to be able to find it. And know who you are. Cover it up. Now, I'm not saying that that's right to cover it up. But in today's society, in today's world, as we have seen, you have to be careful. That's why athletes, by the way, have burner accounts on Instagram and have burner accounts on Twitter and have burner Facebook accounts because they they'll tell you things and they'll go like so let's say for example, you are criticizing a football player. I can tell you right now that that football player that you're criticizing knows how you feel about them because that's because they have murder accounts. And they think that people don't realize that they have murder accounts. So you may be thinking you're talking to John Doe, but you may be talking to, you know, OBJ. You may be talking to, you know, I don't know. Who else pops into my head? Josh Allen. You may be talking to Lamar Jackson. You may be talking to these football players. You may be talking to them and not even knowing that you're talking back to them. Everything you post, even if you're not an athlete, always comes back to bite you. You don't have a right to say whatever you feel. You don't, because words do matter. People take words literally. This month is anti-bullying month. I can tell you from a personal experience, being bullied online is 10 times worse than being bullied in person online it's everywhere where everybody can see it in person it's a few it's the people in the in the playground that sees you getting bullied not that 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 it doesn't have any effect on people it does but just watch what you say can't people have honest conversation on social media that's what it's for by the way social media is to have honest communication with each other but also be respectful online if you don't agree with someone's post guess what you do keep scrolling not every post needs to have your comment on it and your two cents if you don't agree with something keep scrolling enough with this childhood childish behavior it's stupid it makes you look dumb And if you don't think your employer is looking, think again. That's why like high school students and college students need to be careful now. That's why I'm so against Instagram having one for kids. I already have kids on Instagram. They have no clue. First of all, high school kids, I'm sorry. But you guys have no fucking clue what's on social media and how to understand it. You think it's all fun and games. It's not all fun and games. It's a serious thing. Also, it's a business, I have to say. From a business point, point of view, it's a business. Like, I post things business-wise. Everything I post has a method behind it and a reason why I'm posting it. It's a business. Like my podcast right now. Hello. Um, College students, same thing. You can't just say things to say them and think now you're going to get away with saying it. Think before you post. You're looking for you're looking to become into the bit into the real world now in college. High school students, you're looking to get into college. Don't let something that you post have an effect on your life. And use John Gruden as an example. He may not be a very nice person. <laughs> I mean, technically, I mean, looking at him. He's anti, he's anti-women, but yeah, he's married. So I can't wait. I would love to be the fly in his household when his wife is scolding him. Number two, number two, and he's looking at porn, okay? And then they're taking, they took pictures of the Washington cheerleaders without their fucking permission, okay? Wish they should be sued for that. Anyhow, so he's anti-woman. He's anti-gay, and he lets you know he's anti-gay. And three, he tells you he's racist. But yet, he didn't mean to hurt anybody. No, words hurt. If you feel that way, I'm telling you now you have a right to feel that way. But don't let everybody in on how you feel. (laughs) I mean, my God, have mercy. I'll let you know how I feel because how I feel is if you want to be this way, if you want to be gay, if you want to be transgender, if you want to be this, if you want to do that, if you want to do that, whatever you want to do, whatever you feel, whatever you need to be, you be. We don't need fanfare for you to be. You don't need fanfare for you. But at the same time, everybody should have a right to their opinion and everybody should have a right to their feelings. It may not be right. Think about that, it may not be right. It's not really right to be racist. It's not really right to be anti-gay. It's not really right to be sexist. It's not a good thing. But we live in the country where we have freedom of choice, freedom of will, freedom to do what we want to do. But yet we're telling people they can't say that. We're telling people they can't feel that. We're telling people They can't, they have to they have to support and accept everybody. And then the reality is, no, we don't. Look at COVID, look at the COVID vaccine, another thing. Do you think people want to accept the fact that we need to get vaccinated? People fighting and bickering over that stupid shit. All I'm gonna say To conclude, this is again, if you have some sort of anti feelings, keep them to yourself. Nobody needs to know what you're thinking and what you're feeling 24 7. I don't care what you're thinking 24 7. It would be nice if this world was accepting of everybody and understood that everybody has a right. to live their life the way that they want to live it. It would be great if everybody got along again, like we did back in 2001 when we had 9-11, and everybody supported each other, and everybody loved each other, and everybody was friendly, and everybody cared for each other. It would be nice, no matter what race you were, no matter what religion you were, no matter what your sexuality was we have to look beyond religion and we have to look beyond color of skin and we have to look beyond sexuality and just accept the fact that we're all in the same boat because we're all human beings and everybody this is what i preach to young kids and i preach it now you don't have to like everybody but you do have to respect everybody and if you have nothing nice to say keep it to yourself. And that concludes the show. See you tomorrow on the Sassy Show. I'll be live streaming it on Facebook and then it will end up on the YouTube channel.